0: Hello there. Hello there. Good morning. It's not even the fucking morning. Oh, I'm cursing already. Hopefully the parents are listening. They're saying, "Why is he cursing so soon into the podcast?" Hello, welcome to the podcast. It's me, Marquez. Random podcast one two five. Oh, we 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 weached. Nice. Can't say my R's anymore i lost the ability to speak, which is nice. As I start the podcast, I lose my ability to speak. Perfect time and voice. Good work, brain. Nicely done throat and tongue and teeth and whatever else you need to speak. Speak. Oh, and I can't stop hiccuping. So this really is the ideal time to do a podcast. I said, fuck it, why not jump in? Nothing nothing else can go wrong, hopefully. Probably the microphone won't work again. There's a little bit of problems with the microphone last couple of weeks. But you know yourself, uh, you just keep going, and then you fucking, you don't realize how shit it is. And then you realize, oh, I've been doing pieces of shit, 125 podcasts now for... One two five quarter of a million, isn't that one two five? Oh, we're almost at two hundred and fifty, which is almost a thousand. Oh, and then we can retire off the ad money on this forever for life. For the love of God, retire and never look back. And everyone be like, "Thank God, thank God, he stopped." That's all we'll say to each other. Thank God, he gave up. Finally, finally stopped. Now, hello, welcome to the podcast random it's been a while i got busy and forgot and my microphone was broken good times good times people it's monday it's actually monday night why am i doing a podcast on monday night when i'm absolutely goosed who knows because i don't make good life choices that's our business choices personal business you name it i don't make it um women orgasm money uh jam don't make any of that happen no not here Surrey bob we're a no production company that's how we like it we like the input and the output to both below so we keep the overheads low and the underheads even lower it's just a big old flat zero it's basically a non existing pulse but there's a faint pulse and every now and again the Podcast be delivered. What the fuck am I on about? I drank coffee, it's 10 o'clock. No, it's 25 past 10. And I had coffee like half an hour ago by mistake because I thought it was 7. Why? Because I'm slow. I'm slow on Monday. Long weekend. Long, long week. I feel like the weekend started last Wednesday. Had a show at the Laugh Factory and it was mighty. And then went out after, did a little bit of gallivanting. You know yourself how to gallivanting. Boots are beyond, and you're like, Asher, will we go for one? Should we have one? And then one becomes, ah, sure. One really is just the tip. Come on, you can stick it in, just the tip top. And you'll be like, okay, just the tip. And then it's like, Asher, we're in now. You might as well keep going. Take her home, take her home. Country boy, take her home. That's why I like, to, I like to sing that song. As I make love to a woman, I'll say, Take her home, country boy. And the woman will look on in despair and say, Why are you singing it to my face so close? Why did I get duped, bamboozled, conned into sleeping with you? You're singing with me. I said, Just tip. I regret now saying, Go on, church. stick it all the way in that's what one drink is <clears throat> if ever you need a great analogy for why you don't want to go for one drink you can use that word for word verbatim as they could say verbatim all over the person with that beautiful analogy and they'll be like wow are you a poet how can you talk such shit in such a tight situation and you'll be like because I listened to this fucking idiot who did a podcast on a Monday night when he was highly tired highly goosed the fear, the Sunday night fear, you now become the Monday night fear because we went gallivanting last night, so that was Wednesday night, then I show Friday night, then we're back out again Sunday. Sunday for the boys, Sunday for the lads. And then I was tired and boozing less today. Jeez, I went up, my buddy Michael Linoche. He wanted to go someplace called Bungalow some daytime booze in santa monica i said sure why not the weather is good oh the weather outside was delightful but then he's like we got to make one pit stop so on the way to santa monica we went by west hollywood and he said we got to go to the abbey which if you don't know is a very it's not actually there's more it's in boystown the gay area it's probably one of the best bars in l.a it's kind of, it's gay, but there's always women in there, Um, it's like, people are having a laugh, it's not poser town like a lot of places, Um, it's big, people working their sound, it's a fun, fun time, fun time for the boys and the girls, but then next to it there's a place called Chapel, and they're both like interlinked, (coughs) and oh boy is that gay, that's like dudes and thongs just on tables dancing and grinding and jiving and gerating they love a bit of gerating there now in boys town, you love little the hips be flying their uh, stuffed crotches be in people's faces There be there's all, so many women there that's why it's so good and then just gay dudes having fun it's a good combo people are just prancing around everyone's having a good time I've never seen a fight in there or anything everyone's just living life but we stopped by because there was a mike's buddy was at a christmas party they had a christmas party in may as you do great la logic let's have a christmas party they were all working at one oak which is another nightclub (coughs) so they all had like a table a lot of booze so we went in for one drink Lo and behold, we didn't leave West Hollywood. In the end, we didn't make it to Bangalore. Sorry, to, sorry to all our fans in Bungalow who were coming down. Oh, we let you down, people, boys and girls. We let you down, men and women. We let you all down. We stayed at the chapel, watching gay dudes dancing for women. Women stuffing their little tongs with money. Every dude in there. Was Better looking than straight men They're all chisels, They're all well dressed They all have a lot of disposable income They're all living the life Why? Because they don't have a wife <laughs> There's the answer No wife, easy life No wife, easy life Life, life, easy life Um. So then Oh yeah, this is what's weird too This is what I figured out Oh Jesus We went from the gayest place ever to like uh, across the street there was like a, a place called Penthouse. These were all daytime. Everywhere's packed too, it's crazy. Packed, like Jesus, so packed. Like it's hard to get some bathroom kind of packed. And then you're in the bathroom, there's literally like cubicles with four dudes in it, and you're like, hey, you just all giving each other hand jobs in there? What's happening, lads? Is it drugs or or sexual favours you're doing? Um so then we went across the street and we were probably the only white people in this other place, penthouse. It was all hip hop, it was good. But I was like, oh, don't want to be chatting to the wrong woman in here. Don't want to be chatting. A lot of dudes are they dodgy or no? Can't tell. We got it. we have to go through a metal detector going in and get padded down going in. So that's always a sign that, oh, people might have some guns in here. There might be guns. I think I heard about shootings here before. And then, jeez, the DJ wouldn't shut the fuck up. DJ would play music, and after every song, he's like, DJ, DJ, it's DJ, give it up for Drake, Drake. And everyone's just like, shut up and play the song. Stop fucking emceeing over everything. He kept calling out too, which we thought must have been a nine from Kevin Hart was there as well. And he must have said like five times in a row. Everyone makes them, oh, Kevin Hart's in the house. And Kevin Hart didn't acknowledge him once. So we were like, oh, he's probably saying to himself, shut the fuck up. I'm here with my wife. I'm having fun. I'm getting hammered on a Sunday afternoon. It's daytime. The place was packed, packed during the day. And then all my buddy who works in a nightclub was like... Every table was taken and everyone was boozing... And there were so many hot women. And he was like... You know everyone here is probably drinking for free. And I was like... How does that make sense? And he said... I don't know how they're making money either. So they give like these tables to promoters... And then the promoters bring hot women in for free to drink for free. And it's like... Okay... And I was like, really? And then, like, 20 minutes later, they gave my buddy's work crew, they gave him a table with, like, a couple of bottles of tequila. I was like, this is all for free. He's like, yeah, it's all for free. And then everyone drinks the free booze. And then they slowly but surely disappear home. And you're like, how are they making money? What's going on? Is this a laundering system? Are these crooks? Are these crooks? What's happening? It's it's very odd. (coughs) <clears throat> but, uh, and everyone's just smoking in there too. I was like, Are you allowed to smoke? Are you allowed to smoke? Uh, is that marla the one you're smoking here? What's happening? Are you allowed to smoke it is uh, wacky tobacco? Jesus, imagine people saying wacky tobacco. I heard my neighbors outside a minute ago, they were getting in a fight in the street, big fight, and one of them was like, The girl, um, The guy was like, oh, what do you mean you said you had heroin? I came home because I thought you had heroin. And the girl was like, no, I said I wanted to buy heroin. I wanted to buy heroin. And the guy was like, no, we have to go out and buy heroin. I thought you said you had it. (laughs) So dumb. So dumb. I live in a nice neighborhood, obviously. West Hollywood is turning into a heroin basement a heroin basin like a river of heroin flowing through la they remind me i do hear the dumbest people having the dumbest conversations um my old neighbors before i heard them they used to argue all the time he would cry she would say fuck you i hate you he would say fuck you babe and then he'd cry again and then he'd offer her money to stay with him One time he offered to get her a servant. (laughs) That's a hilarious one. I'll do anything. I'll do anything. She was like very hot. He was uh, small and bald and rich. So it was a good L.A. combo, you know. A nice little day. That's the the prime real estate. That's your ideal couple. She hates him. He hates her for. But he loves her because she's beautiful, too good looking for him. So he throws money at him. And then they got in a big fight one day because they were like, I can't remember who brought it up, but someone was like, "Uh, I've had enough. You're fighting. We can't stop fighting like this in front of the fish. (laughs) We're fighting in front of the fish. And I was like, please say the fish are their children that I've never seen. And then, oh, it must have been him. He started listing out, that's a koi fish. Do you know how much that is worth? That fish can't be put under stress. (laughs) The stressful fish. Tough times were the stressful fish. And I was like, oh, these people are very dumb. The stressful fish and the heroin fighters. It's it's all a dumb town. Speaking of dumb town, so we kept boozing, kept boozing. We stayed. And then, it's funny, so we went to the gay bear. Then we went to the, like, black bear. The gay club, the black club. Um, <clears throat> gay club, great laugh. Black club, great laugh. Then we went to like a sports bar, which I suppose technically you could call a straight bar. Oh, how depressing. It was so depressing. That's why I don't like some of these Sunday night venues, you're just like, ah, these people, these are not good people to be around. They're sound, but they're also like, ah, there's a lot of sadness here. It's just a group of sad people boozing together. But I suppose there's a group, so it's better than not. It's better than uh, sitting on your couch boozing solo. Thank God I've never done that. Thank God I've never been depressed. It's pretty nice. Everyone seems sad in L.A. They take their meds, take the meds. There's no meds in Ireland either. I was telling people the other day about like they were asking me about cliffs in Ireland, and I was like, Oh, yeah, just if you're going there, just know it. you might see some people committing suicide. There used to be a cliff by us, uh, Old Hedekin Sailor, which is this savage golf course in Cork, and it used to be like the entrance used to be a renowned suicide spot. Jesus, what a way to go out! You'd see the nice view, and then you'd leap off, you'd leap off, and you'd kill yourself. And then American tourists would show up and be like, oh, this is a lovely view. Why are there so many bones down below? I remember one time we were leaving, because I used to caddy at this golf course when I was younger, and we were leaving, and some guy was giving us a lift back to where we could come home. What's it called? Hitchhiking? That's where we used to get up there and down. Um and oh we drove we saw this dude in the farm well no this dude in a tractor it was like dark and there was a tractor coming towards us and the guy giving us lift was like oh he's gonna do it finally we're like what are you on about we kept going and then he was like oh yeah i think that guy's going to kill himself we were like why didn't you tell us that before he dropped us off and then apparently he did and you we were like, did he drive his tractor off or did he just jump? And apparently he jumped. He had respect for the tractor. He didn't destroy it. And then the next day you're just being like, to American golfers, oh, yeah. We used to lie. We used to be like, oh, yeah, see that cliff? And they're like, what's it called? We'd be like, eh, it's definitely not called Suicide Cliff. No, no, no. We want you to think as Ireland as a leprechaun, magical, delicious rainbow place. And we'd be like, that's where Puff the Magic Dragon lives. And they're like, what? We'd be like, there's a dragon down there in the cliffs. I wonder if we can see him today. And they'd be like, really? Let's get the camera. And they'd get the camera and they'd make us record them pointing. They'd be like, show us again where Puff the Magic Dragon lives. We'd be like, down there. And they just have, there's people like in America, that have videos and cameras of me pointing to a cave under a cliff. And I'm like, it's either me just pointing, wearing golf caddy outfit, or else wearing golf caddy outfit, saying, here's where Puff lives. Is that his tail? Oh, zoom in. Then they zoom in and they're like, maybe it is. We'd be like, yeah, it is. You should tip us more because we gave you such a magically delicious Irish experience and they would tip us more. They'd be like, it was always coming up the 18th or the 17th. We'd be like, oh, I, hope, I hope our bike survives getting home. And they're like, what do you mean? We'd be like, ah, oh, four of us cycled down on a bicycle. We're trying to save up for a car. We were like strippers pretending to be in college, really. We're just fleecing, fleecing businessmen's money. We'd be like, yeah, we're saving up for a car for us. But at the moment, four of us, we cycle a bicycle. And they'd be like, how does that work? Well, I'd be cycling. And then there'd be one on the back wheel, one on the front wheel, and one on the crossbar. And you know, it's not too bad. But when it gets rainy, it's dangerous, and we might die. But you know, that's... And they'd be like, take, take this money. They'd look at us like we're third world infants. Begging for food, they will be like, Please take, how much is a good tip? And we'd be like, $200, probably cover it. And they will be like, Ah, here you go. And we're like, Nice one. Uh, in a few years, I'll be over to your country and I'll be listening to people fighting over heroin and fish. The stressful fish, the poor, stressful fish, Connie the Koi fish. So, thank you for helping me
1: live the dream.
0: But yeah, the suicide, oh, what was I Oh, yeah, Barney's, that's the place on a Saturday, Sunday night. It's very depressing. So there are some sound people in there. Me and Mike went and we, uh there's a funny comedian goes there too, Nick and Oh, man, that man is so funny. If you can ever see, if you can ever see him do stand-up, go, he'll make you sweat laughing. He's unreal. We were just boozing, went home. Here's a really good thing that you should. I highly recommend. After boozing all day, I went home 2 in the morning and I watched the latest episode of Game of Thrones. So it was an hour and a half. And I remember I woke up being like, ah, oh, that was a good episode. And then I woke up more being like, ah, oh, I don't really remember what the fuck happened. It's already confusing enough as is. Did she go mental? Was there a lot of fire? What was happening? Did people die or they just looked like they had died? So I had to watch it twice. Once last night. Made me tired. Sitting up so late. And then once this No, once this afternoon. Oh, and then even better. Here's why I'm such a... a Dear listener, you're probably being like, wow, this man, he's got his life all together. He's, he, he's got it all. Okay, cool. He doesn't know how to smile because he's grand calling fat when he was young on TV. Sure, that's a problem. And he's had a tough weekend. My phone this very tough weekend. My phone keeps changing. If I type texting like I don't, it keeps changing it to just a, po- a full stop between every letter. Making me text people like i am a child and it was stressing me out because apparently i text i don't maybe i'm saying i don't want to meet you maybe i'm saying i don't want any more booze that's a lie maybe i'm saying i don't want to go for food i don't want to come over i don't want you to come over i don't want to go home i don't i don't i don't i say i don't a lot and kept wrecking it so that was tough you know that was tough uh dealing with that that was a tough weekend so you know if you want to give me sympathy or venmo me money to try and make me feel better hit me up marquez number one marquez one venmo you know that's a good way to make me feel better on a monday with the fear creeping in the door i tried to lie down earlier i started listening to some bonnie Bunny Bear, and then i was just like why am i listening to this this is just gonna make me worse Oh, sadness loves company. I realize I can only listen to good house music when I'm this goosed. Because it'll just make, me, make my head dance and I won't be like, Oh, black is the color of my true love's hair. I am mm, goosed from all the booze. From all the booze over the weekend. And because it was fun, now my serotonin is gone. Is that what happens? You lose, you lose up all your serotonin and then you feel gloomy, melancholic. Melancholic, is that how you pronounce that word? Who knows? Hit me up. Be like, here, motherfucker, this is how you pronounce words, you dumb, dumb man. And then I'll text people being, oh, so like in Ireland, how's the head means how are you feeling? Are you hungover? Like, how is your head, your actual head? Does it feel good? Does it feel bad? How's the head? My head is goosed. Goosed meaning fucked, meaning hung over, meaning battered, meaning it was a day of being goosed. But in America, how's the head means are you good at oral sex? <laughs> are you good at giving head? Can you supply me with a good blowjob or cunninglingus? How's the head? Come on, keep me informed. Should I commit to meeting up with you? Do you give good head? Whereas in Ireland, it means, are you ghost? Do you have a bad hangover? Um, Also, my head this morning, very ghost. Couldn't really remember Game of Thrones. I remember the gist, but not the details. I was like, did they die? Was it confirmed? Hmm. I'll have to watch it again. But then I had a meeting this morning i kind of forgot i I didn't the guy who i had the meeting with he's canceled it so many times that i was like ah it's probably not gonna happen and would you know dear listener would you dear reader or dear viewer should i do audio for these podcasts there's a question just whipped it out there would would you will more people masturbate to the podcasts if I do audio. It's a great question. Well, well, maybe I should interview myself for these podcasts so I can have some life to the voice. I can be like, so, Mark, tell us, do you think people masturbate to your uh, podcasts? And I'll be like, that's a great question, Mark. Wow, well, thanks for asking me. I never thought about it, but here's a prepared answer. Sometimes I think people are driving their car and they'll be saying, oh, I like the leprechaun voice. And they'll touch their genitals and you never know and then I'll be as the interviewer I'll be like you know man you're a fucking idiot huh <laughs> you're a real slow stupid man huh and I'll be like uh-huh, you, you you're, now we're getting down to business now we're getting down to who is whom is me and then you'll probably turn it off because you'll need your ears to masturbate that's if you're not listening you need your ears so you can focus you got to focus on the the stimulation and what not. The groping. And who who hot. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. What was I on about? Oh yeah. So I had this meeting that I didn't think was going to be on. He was like, will you confirm in the morning? Is the system saying to me? And I was like, cool. That surely means no. And then they confirmed. And I was like, alright, let's go. And he's like a big, he's an influential comedy dude. He's older. He sound he's helped me before and i was like i didn't really know what the meeting was going to be about and i was like hmm is this is going to be a good or bad meeting and then it was good but it was daytime i left my sunglasses in lenochis michael's car yesterday so i didn't want to bring him out at night because i'd lose him so i had to sit we met outside at a coffee place and the the brightness the glare was killing me and i could barely open my eyes and then I had allergies. But also, I was goosed. I had bloodshot eyes. And I was like, well, this is not a great look for the for the meeting. But, you know, I played up the allergies. Oh, awful bad allergies. There must be cats in the air. Cats are around. Is that tender? Is a pollen? What's happening? My eyes, they're burning. They're stinging. They're bleeding me. Oh, bleeding Mary. Um, but this guy, like, if I'm a rambler, oh, I'm a rambler. I'm a gambler. If I'm a rambler, though, this dude knows how to ramble like unreal. Like you say one word and it's off on a twenty five minute tangent and I'm like I don't know really what this meeting's about. I gathered by the end I was good and he wants to do stuff with me. Um not care masturbation but comedy related stuff And he was being all sound and complimentary. Which is nice when I'm hungover. But I was also like, ah, should I speak? When should I be speaking in this meeting? Because I'm not functioning at 100%. Oh, that's for sure. Not at 100%. do not like the mornings. Don't like the mornings after dull day boozing beforehand. Don't like the mornings when it's uh, there's a glare and I don't have my sunglasses. I can't hide behind them. And I'd sit with my like hand in my... Under my on the table and then I was like kind of propping my finger against my eyebrow so it looked like I was like intensely, oh yeah like thinking hard no real reason why I should have been doing that but it was blatantly to like keep my eyes open <laughs> wow, what a degenerate I sound like a real winner huh, hopefully he's not listening please god, please god Um. so I was like finger go oh yeah yeah and then at one point so i gathered the gist of it and i was like okay that's good now it's time for me to get out of here before i mess it up and for some reason i brought something up i said something like something about jesus i was like oh jesus i can't remember what i said but it led to him telling me like a 10 minute parable What's a parable again? It's like a, a religious story, like an, a religious metaphor. And then he had to go back to his office, so he started the parable at the coffee place. And then as we were walking back, he kept saying the parable, and it was busy on the street, and <clears throat> I was like, do I laugh at parables? What's happening? Am I just listening? I haven't really spoken in the last eight minutes. I'm listening to the story about Jesus. The funny thing was, it was actually a good parable. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Now I hear what you're talking about. Now I see what you're on about. You're saying to me, I can't even remember. But at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, good man, Jesus. Jesus delivers once again. Thanks, Jesus. And then by the end, I was like, oh, I had to email his uh, assistant and be like, hey, hey, buddy. So, what was that meeting about? That big, long meeting I had earlier. What was it actually about? It was kind of like after Game of Thrones. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I was there. I watched it. I remember the gist, but the details, it was so vague. And I was just like, I remember the parable about the priest and the flood and the place and the marines and the helicopter. And they were all trying to save him and he died and then he went to heaven and God was like, he said, why didn't you save me, God? And the dude was like, the dude, God, the dude was like, I, I sent all these people to try and save you and you just didn't want help. And then I was like, oh, okay. So I think in my mind, I was like, is he trying to save me? But then I realized, oh no, he just offered me help and that was his way of making sure that I'd take it and I was like cool but what was the rest of the meeting about because I have no clue I'll probably remember the next time I go boozing I'll be like oh that makes sense that's how my big old dumb brain works I forget and then I have a booze and I'm like ah, oh, yeah booze to remember it's a classic it's a classic classic thing and then I was leaving the meeting the only time I ever panic I feel do you know when you're drinking a bottle of water and the cap slips out of your hand When the cap slips out of my... Something happens to my body that, like, a river of terror flows through me. I'm like, no, the cap can't touch the ground. If the cap touches the ground, I'll get AIDS. It'll be dirty. I might die. Don't touch the ground of me, cappy. No, cappy. And then I grab it and it'll... No doubt jump into the air i'll hit it i won't catch it first time i'll panic again i'll seize something will. my calf will pull my back will twitch and i'll catch it and i'll be like oh jesus and then i'll actually catch it and i'll feel such relief like when your child is missing and then they come home they were just out playing soccer that kind of relief all from catching uh Water cap, and that's what happened to me at the end of the meeting. So the the guy was just looking at me, juggling this water cap bottle through the air as he was finishing his parable, and it was a lovely, lovely. It was a Hollywood moment of uh, sheer dumbness on my half, my half, my behalf, my half of the meeting it was very dumb. this was very productive. So combine the two, and that's what you get. There's my life: dumb productivity, dumb productivity. What the fuck am I on about? Pure joy. Thank you. Thank you. I know you're listening being like, wow, this is a good podcast. I'm so happy I tuned in. So happy. So happy he's back. Thank God he's back. He should do it on a Monday more when the fear is kicking in. On a, on a Monday night when all the booze, all the regrets, all the bad things that might or might not happen over the weekend come in the door and they'll say, why was he talking about suicide cliffs? Nobody wants to hear that. Joan you know funny? The funniest name I think I heard in LA since I've been here. Um, This woman was at CVS and she was getting a prescription or something. She was like, my name is Jazzberry. It's like raspberry with a J. <laughs> what a fucking name. Jazzberry. That's unreal. The Jazzberry Jam. Great name. Jazzberry. I like the way you can just make up names in America and they don't give a fuck. You're allowed to do what you want. Jazzberry Jam. And then the dude was looking at her. He was like, Jazzberry. Jazzberry. And she was like, yeah, motherfucker. Jazzberry, that's my name. He was like, all right, cool, Jazzberry. Just making sure. I don't want to get you mixed up with raspberry or strawberry. And there was a couple of strippers there and they were like, Somebody say strawberry. Would that be a good stripper name? Next up, we got strawberry. Strawberry, watch her make Strawberry pie With her ass cheeks clapping Give it up for strawberry And then jazberry is like raspberry but a j. As you can tell I should, If you're looking for a A stripper name I'm not the guy to come to Surprising but there's some honesty for you Don't come to me for a stripper name You'll be very sad I like girls in LA I realize they'll be still like I've noticed this recently, where they'll get new boobs, which is great. All about new boobs. Wish I could get new balls. What, well, well, hey man, you got a little pep in your step. What's going on? Oh, I just got a new pair of balls. Out oh, with the old balls, And with the new. They're like tennis balls. These are now Wimbledon, Wimbledon um, level balls. I got down there in me pants. Oh, the confidence of me new balls. Oh, the old balls, they were they were drooping low. They were t- tied around my knees. But these new balls, oh, beautiful, shiny. Would you like to look at them? No? Okay. I'll put them away. Didn't mean to stop. Don't call the police. I was just showing me new balls. But girls will get new boobs. And then they'll be like, uh, why am I not happy? <laughs> I should be happy. I have beautiful boobs. That's like me being like, ah, I guarantee there's people in L.A. too that are confused white or are sad when they're good looking. They'll be like, I'm too good looking to be sad. My boobs are too beautiful. I should be happy. Why am I happy? I got new boobs. And maybe the nipples don't line up. That would be a buzz of like one nipple. Was like a light switch one nipple was on And the other nipple was off Pointing upwards Pointing downwards And they'll be like Why is no one complimenting my new boobs They'll be like me, My new balls I realize with compliments I'm like I live for them And then I run from them So you might compliment me I'll be like thank you But if if someone else compliments me I'll be like Oh well you're a fucking idiot So why are you even saying that Why are you even saying that But if someone compliments My stand up I'll be like oh okay Oh I'll take that one I'll take that one but I won't take the other one I won't take the other one Um, I suppose that's It all depends who's giving it to you Isn't that what they say about compliments And you know <laughs> Jesus, some high end, highbrow humor here. Anal and compliments. It all depends who's giving it to you. Or like public affection. I'm so bad at public affection that recently, like, one girl was like, Are you married? And I was like, What do you want about? And she was legit, like, Do you have a wife? And I'm like, Why? She's like, Because you're so bad at public affection. You don't want to be around me in public, you don't want to be seen touching me. And then I was like, no, but from now on, I'm going to pretend I do have a wife. And that's why I have to be uh, subtle. That's why I have to be coy. That's why I don't like doing anything in public. But then if I do like the person enough, I'll be like, oh, baby, oh, come over here. Oh, public affection, me up. But it has to be booze related, too. Because sober me or the the sweet Irish Catholic boy wouldn't do that to Jesus or to Christ or the Catholic Church. No, you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it just like having sex with a condom it's banned public affection is banned i was telling somebody the other day, actually first time i had sex with a condom first time i had sex with a condom when i was 15 it was just me and the condom oh we made sweet love no but the first time i did, it was inside out something was up with the condom and a minute a minute i struck it in Oh, the condom came off immediately. And then I was having the, making the love, having the sex, thinking to myself, Jesus, condoms aren't bad at all. I don't know what the fuss was. This feels amazing. What are they? Extra deluxe for my comfort? Wow, this feels amazing. This feels, wow. Really, really good job, Durex. Really top end. I, I was expecting for it to feel like a bin bag, a trash bag on me penis. But wow, you've really done, you've really come light years ahead in the latex game. Thanks, Jurex, for making this sex enjoyable. Oh, dear God, the condom's inside her. <laughs> so it was weird too. I remember in Ireland, like, if the condom came off, the girl would be like, oh, yeah, it's been inside me for three days now. You're like, what? what? They're like, yeah, I can't reach it. You're like, okay, <laughs> so what do we do now? They'd be like, just have to wait for it to come out. That surely can't be healthy. A lot of unhealthy things there in that little scenario, so let's move on and let's ignore the whole, oh, we we're having sex without a condom? Oh, Jesus. Should I be getting the morning after pill? No, that's banned. Banned by Christ. What happens, happens. You take, take the risk. Take the risk and run. Oh, I've got some some latex right up inside me in the most sensitive area in the body, maybe. Ah, sure, that's God's plan. Jesus, that's what Jesus wants. And what Jesus wants is... There we go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have respected you more and learned how to put on a condom. But I'm a stupid man. I'm a slow, slow boy. And I don't know if it's inside out or not. And I'll never ask anyone. Um... Um, I'll never ask anyone at all And I'm sorry And uh, Never again Never again Shall I disrespect I like to way I've noticed one thing Do you ever see this dumbness When like people Would say Shit like Oh she's cool Like guys Especially guys now they I've realised They'd be like Oh she's cool um, She drinks whiskey <laughs> Ah oh, yeah, no, she's cool, bro. She drinks whiskey. Yeah, she, I almost respect her now as a human being. She reminds me of myself. She's cool, bro. She drinks whiskey. She's all right. And that's why they think the woman is almost their equal. Because she must be cool if she drinks whiskey. And then on the reverse side, I like when women, I've noticed they're like... They'll be posting all over everywhere, men are trash, fuck man. Fuck man. I can't remember what else they say. Men are trash, fuck man. Dot, 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 fuck man. And then they'll find a man, they'll be like, baby, I love you. Thank God you came in my life and gave me reason to live. I love you more than life, baby. Here's to traveling the world. I love your money. And the guy's like, yeah, she's cool, man. She drinks whiskey. I respect a woman who drinks whiskey. If you don't drink whiskey, I can't respect you. That's how it goes for me. Men are trash. I love you, maybe. Thanks, thanks, man, for bringing purpose to my life. Thank you. One bad thing I realized about boozing and going to after parties is I have to deal with people telling me they're Irish a lot. I was that one recently and... There was two dudes and they were like, Yeah, I know a lot about Ireland and I was like, Why? And they were like, Oh, I've done Irish history studies. That's what I studied in college, and I was like, Oh, maybe he does know stuff about Ireland and then he'll say, Yeah, it's crazy that Ireland and England are landlocked and I'll say, What are you on about? And he'll say, Yeah, the countries are landlocked and I'll say, No, they're not. Ireland's an island." and he's like, no, Ireland is connected to England, and I'm like, are you on about the two countries that are connected, and he said, say, yeah, I think I know what I'm on about, I studied it, and I'll say, oh, I don't think you do, and then I'll say, maybe he's mistaken, and he thinks Northern Ireland, maybe that's what he means, and I'll say, is that what you mean, because Northern Ireland technically is in Great Britain, and they're connected, he'll say, no, man, I know what I'm on about, ireland and england are landlocked and i'll say oh jesus and then more often than not he'll offer me some cocaine and then i realized oh that's why he's not making any sense he's doing a lot of cocaine and then one other dude was like um what did he say he was like yeah it's crazy i went up north but like i'd never go i'd never live up there too many Catholics, and I was like, huh, and he was like, yeah, I prefer down south with all the Protestants, and I was like, ah, oh, dearie me, dearie me, you have the opposite meaning of words, that's not how it is, and I'd be like, no, it's mostly Catholic in the south and Protestant up north, and he'd be like, no way, bro, my uh, ancestors were Protestants, and uh, we fought for Ireland. And I'll be like, I think you have the opposite way. And the look of sadness in his face as he looked up Wikipedia and realized, oh, I'm right. And, oh, these people were fighting for the English against the Irish people. And he could no longer say, oh, yeah, I'm very Irish. MacDougall. That wasn't his name, but if, just in case he's listening, MacDougall, the Protestants. <laughs> and then i just be like alright, I just, who cares not me, not me I care more about people named Jasbury I care more about my fictional wife, that's why I can't uh, that's why no public affection, I'm sorry I, I feel like the older I get, still very very young and people are asking how old are you, still very young, very Jesus, look at me, I look stunning But like long-distance relationships, how great are they? When I was young, I was like, that's kind of dumb. But now I realized it's kind of genius. You have that nice feeling of, ah, at least I won't die alone. While also you never have to see the person. (laughs) That's ideal. you got the best of both. You have the comfort and none of the draining, nagging and whatnot. So really, if you're out there and you're like, I wonder if I should get into a long-distance relationship. Do it. Up there with prison relationships. There you go, another one. You're, you're, you're a man or woman. there might not be getting out for 30 years. That gives you a lot of time to have fun on your own. But at least you're not alone. At least you have someone texting you. Texting you, I don't, because there's a bug on the iPhone. And they're like, why is he texting me this? And you're like, I don't know why my phone is messing up. And that's the best part of a long distance relationship. Texting. That's where I shine. Great texter. In person. Debatable. Debatable. Wouldn't want to hang out with me on a Monday or Tuesday. With the booze come down and whatnot. Wednesday, not bad. Thursday. Eh, Thursday's okay. Friday. All hitting full form on Friday. That's a great night to try and catch me out. Saturday, pretty good. Sunday. Yeah, I'll be good, but I'll also be a bit wary. I'll be like, oh, do I want to talk to someone new on a Sunday? Don't know. You might make the hangover worse. You could be fun, but you're also... Sundays are, are the nights for the creeps. The creeps and the, the perverts and the degenerates. They'll be out on a Sunday, so should I take my chance? Are you going to invite me home and ask me if I want to buy some heroin? And I'll say, what? I thought you had heroin. And then we'll start screaming at each other. No, I thought you had it. And I'll be like, no. And then we'll have to go roam the streets for heroin. And just in case my parents are listening, that was a hypothetical situation um, based on my neighbors looking for heroin. All right, I'm going to go argue with my fake wife in front of my fake fish. Stress them out. And I'm going to name one of my new fake fish, Jazzberry. And she's going to be my favorite fish. And there's nothing you can do about it. So that's the podcast. There we go. We got through some lovely gibber. I told a lovely girl, she said, are you going to do another podcast? And I said, I will do one for you because I drank coffee and you've inspired me because you said you liked the one you're listening to. So I said, fuck it, I'll do another one. And do I regret it? Oh boy, don't we all, don't we all. And she'll regret it. She'll listen to it and she'll say, I learned too much about you now. I do not need to know that. You should have held your cards close to your chest. Now you've revealed too much. Now I realize you're a real fucking idiot, huh? A real fucking idiot. And I'll say, oh dear, she blocked me. And that's life, people. You get blocked. You reveal your true self and you get blocked. It's nice throwing it out there. You're like, here I am, and the world says, we don't want your kind here. Go home to Ireland. All right, that's it. If you're in L.A., got a couple of shows to left, actually, this week. Wednesday, Friday, hit me up on Instagram, at the Marques, Twitter, at Trick Do. Snapchat, at Trick Do. Uh, if you want some free tickets. Why? Because I'm so nice to you. Oh, and I'll be in San Francisco this weekend, too. I'm at Cobb's. I'm opening for Michael Rapoport. So we're going to have a great time shouting at the audience and shouting at each other in a lovely, lovely way. It'll be delightful. And uh, if you're in San Fran, come creep along, you dirty whores. Creep along. All right. That's the podcast. We did it, guys. We're back in the game. Congratulations to all involved. Goodbye. Good duck. Good duck. Good duck. Good duck. Go on. Good duck. Good duck. Good duck. Good you.